0: On the line, somebody who's given this a great deal of thought, and not surprisingly, when you hear her title, Dr Sarah Whitelaw, the Australian Medical Association, Victorian Emergency uh, Emergency Physician. Good afternoon, Doctor.
1: Good afternoon. Thanks so much for the
0: opportunity to talk to you today. Well, it's, it's a very interesting issue. They are very quick, these things, and anecdotally because it's the only evidence I have, Uh, I see unhelmeted riders more often than not. That has a consequence when you crash, doesn't it?
1: Look, it absolutely does. Um, And unfortunately, what you're seeing reflects what we're seeing. Uh, which is most of the people that we're seeing with significant injuries in the emergency department unfortunately aren't wearing helmets. We know that helmets protect your brain uh, and particularly the mechanism when you fall off an e-scooter, you're often thrown over the front of the handles. Your hands are still stuck on the handles and you break your fall with your face and your head. Uh, So not wearing a helmet has really significant consequences. All of the vent studies um, we've done where we look at the physics of e-scooters tell us that protecting your brain with a helmet um, makes a huge difference. But we're not just seeing that in Australia, we're seeing it uh, internationally. And so we obviously need to just um, be better at at being able to provide that information to people and get them to understand how valuable it is to them to wear a helmet and how risky it is not to. It's... um, it, it, it's so important that we get people to do the right or ride e-scooters safely and wear mm. helmets because they understand why that's important, not just because you know they're worried about being picked up by the cops.
0: There's so many ways we can break down the, the number of people uh, injured. Um, is it? Are they more damaging to pedestrians than they hit than to the riders? Does the figure include injured pedestrians as well as riders of e-scooters who have come to grief?
1: Look, I think um, that's an excellent question. There's a couple of issues there. We see far more injuries to e-scooter riders, uh, but we have seen injuries uh, to pedestrians hit by e-scooters, and of course, those injuries are not covered by TAC. If you're ah. um, hit by an e-scooter in In uh, Victoria, unfortunately, you're not covered by the TAC, and and this is where our legal companies are are getting very concerned and and involved. Uh, We still need to have a look at our insurance and our funding. Um, Unfortunately, most of the e-scooter injuries are not collisions. They're they're falls, and they're pretty minor bumps in the road or change in the surface or change in direction Mm. that can cause you to fall off. Mm. So... um, really easy unfortunately to fall off particularly if you're intoxicated with drugs or alcohol or your your reaction time is just that little bit delayed. Uh, um, so I, I think what is really important though is that the, the the figures that were quoted in the paper this morning, they don't include the injuries seen by general practitioners or uh, yeah. our, our private doctors. They don't include the, the vulnerable people in our community that are falling over, not because they're hit by an e-scooter, but because uh, someone's going very fast by them and they, they get off balance. And some of these people now are too frightened to go for their daily walks which is really worrying. So uh, it's not about banning Mm. e-scooters. E-scooters are part of our future, but it's about all of us pulling together to make them as safe as possible because we can't afford the cost of the injuries that we're seeing.
0: 133693, give us a call. Um, When's the last time you rode an e-scooter? Are they more trouble than they're worth? Or are there there parts of Melbourne where e-scooter behaviour is worse or better than uh, any other places? Um, I'm keen to know this. And By the way, I'm speaking to Dr Sarah Whitelaw, emergency physician,